Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 135. And I'm talking about um, little time and lots of time or something along those lines. Anyway, um, I basically am going to share my thoughts on um, how to focus on the days where you're like, okay, all day today I'm decluttering versus the days where you're just going about your life and you find five minutes and you think, wow, I wish I could do something. Anyway, kind of like small chunks and large chunks of decluttering is what I'm talking about, Um, which fits for summertime because summertime is unpredictable. And even though it's, it's weird because it's like crazy, some days you feel like you're crazy busy and then other days you're like, wow, I'm completely out of the routine. And what can I do today to make a big impact on my home? So anyway, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, but I'm also going to be sharing with you, um, just kind of some details for, um, things that are coming up, uh, as far as like speaking engagements and things like that. So stay to the end. If you are somebody who would want to, um, be involved in that or, you know, get to attend something if I'm in your area. Uh, because, um, this is my final podcast until August. So, um, I might, if there's something really important, I might put out a podcast or if I just feel like it, I might. However, um, I take the summers off with my kids and we are at the very end of the school year. And so, um, we're going to take some time off. So anyway, (laughs) I also have to finish writing this book, but anyway, um, okay. So this is podcast number 135. Um, and let me just say that technically I have fulfilled my episodes that I had, you know, agreed to have sponsored by prep dish. Um, so this one is actually not officially sponsored by prep dish, but I did want to let you know, because I only talked about this last week. It's a special thing they're doing right now. And that is, um, a 21 day challenge. Okay. And it's a dollar a day. It's $21. Um, you don't, you can't just buy one day worth. I think you have to buy the whole thing anyway. But, um, when the challenge starts, which I think is June 3rd or around then you'll get an easy to follow guide for prepping all your meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks for the full 21 days. Um, go to prepdish.com slash clean 21. If you're interested in finding that out, the reason I'm telling you that is like, I'm doing it. You know, like I, my husband and I both, I mean, I have just completely the whole meal planning thing. I'll just tell tell you that I have the best husband in the entire world because basically when we found out that this book was due and it was like, okay, I can, it's really amazingly fast turnaround and I have to, um, you know, summer's coming and I really don't want to put it off because I want to be able to, you know, focus on my family this summer. Anyway, um, he was like, okay. He said, well, I'll take care of meals. Well, he does a great job, but, um, they've been a little haphazard and all that besides the fact that I just tend to gain weight while I'm stressed out and reading, writing a book anyway. So, um, I'm determined to just eat properly. I don't, this isn't, it's not a diet or anything like that. It's just healthy meals 
everything prepped ahead so that I'll actually do it. Anyway, so I'm just letting you know about that. Um, 21 days. Oh, it says starts June 3rd. Register today at prepdish.com slash clean 21. Okay. Um, so we're talking today about, um, small, big days and little days. That's what I have it written down. Um, big days and little days, because that's the reality. It's like, sometimes you can go through life and feel like I have no time to declutter. And I I think that's part of the mental stress is thinking that I can only declutter if I have an entire day to devote to decluttering. And that's that project mentality we've talked about a lot before, which is it's either all or nothing. It's a I have to have a huge chunk of time because there's so much to do. And because I think I have to have a huge chunk of time because there's so much to do, I put off doing anything, which makes the mess and the clutter and everything that much worse, which makes me more overwhelmed, which makes me put it off longer. Okay. So, um, first of all, the main thing is to realize it is worth it to do a little bit. It is worth it to just say, okay, I don't have time to declutter today, but I can do something that will result in me having less stuff in my house tonight than I had when I woke up this morning. Okay. And less is always better. Okay. And better is always better. Meaning I can't even finish this. I don't have time to devote to this, you know, what deserves to be a project, but I can make it better. I can just straighten it up. I can just, you know, remove a few things. I can practice the declutter without making a bigger mess strategy, which is to take things there right now instead of making keep piles or keep boxes. Um, I can, if I do that, then um, I'll make progress. And I'm always amazed at how much progress I can make in short, small amounts of time. Okay. So that's what we're talking about today. You know, what, how do you tackle things when you don't have much time and how do you tackle things when you do have much time or have a lot of time? Because that's another thing that happens, you know, is, is summertime, especially the beginning of the summer. It doesn't seem to happen that much, um, toward the end, but at the beginning of the summer, when you're like, Whoa, it's just kind of like life was crazy, 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 crazy. And then it just stops. And everybody's home all day long. And oh, wow, we are out of our routine. You know, that feeling. When that happens, it makes me go, okay, um, I have a day I want to declutter, but then sometimes it's overwhelming to think, well, what is it that I should do? Because if I have a day, that's a really big deal and I need to use it wisely and I don't want to waste today or whatever. So what is it that you tackle when you have a full day or even, let's say, a full week at home? You know, and sometimes this happens unexpectedly. Let's say a child is sick and you were going to be doing different things, but oh, guess what? I'm stuck at home today. And so you declutter. Um, So that's what we're talking about. Okay, so um, let's talk about the little days first when you don't have huge chunks of time. Number one, as always, is the visibility rule, okay? Especially in times where you only have a small amount of time to devote to something. Ask yourself, 
what's visible in my home. I have a podcast I did recently or a couple weeks ago, a month ago. I don't even know. I have time passage awareness disorder, so who knows? Anyway, but I did a podcast not too long ago specifically about applying the visibility rule and how that works as you build and, and gradually make progress. Here's the thing about when you only have a little bit of time. The goal is to have less. The goal is also to make visible progress so that I am encouraged to keep decluttering. If I declutter something that is not visible, something that's back behind, you know, a closed door that nobody ever sees. If I spend those five minutes working on that, I mean, if I've decluttered something, great. But if I do that, but then I've left all the visible messes in my home, then later on when I have another five minutes, it's just a random chance floating through the air that I'm going to think to declutter again. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, it used to be just this random thing that would hit me. Oh, I need to declutter, even though my house was cluttered and I should know that looking at it all the time, it should be painfully obvious at all times. But it was just this random thought floating through the air. And then it had to coincide with me actually having some time to declutter. Like, you know, those two things had to float through the air at the exact same time and collide for me to go, I'm actually going to get something done. And when I decluttered something that was not visible, then I was just going to have to wait for that random circumstance of those two things colliding for me to actually declutter again, where if I declutter something that's visible, first of all, it improves my home visibly. It makes our family more able to function because it's a space usually that we actually use all the time. But the other thing is it greatly increases the chances that the next time I have a moment, five minutes here or there, or one hour to devote to something that I'm actually going to think about using that time to declutter. Okay. Um, that thought is, you know, I make up numbers, right? Okay. But that thought is like a thousand times more likely to enter my head if I have been walking by a space daily that's visible to me or using a space daily. And my life is benefited from the decluttering I did before and go, and I've been walking by going, Oh, that looks so good. Okay. That visibility is going to mean that the next time I have an hour, I am a thousand times more likely to go, Ooh, I want to declutter something else. Okay. As opposed to having decluttered something that was not visible and that hour happening and me going, okay, what am I going to do? And decluttering doesn't even enter my mind, you know? So like that's, that's one of the many reasons why visibility is so, so important. Okay. So doing that, um, the other key to small short-term, um, you know, little moments that you have to declutter, and this is key for any time, but remember how to declutter without making a bigger mess. And that is you ask yourself the first decluttering question, which is if I needed this, where would I look for it first? And then the key to not making a bigger mess is to take it there right now. Don't wait. Don't set it aside and say, okay, well, when I'm done here, I'm going to go, um, 
you know, take everything where it goes. Cause that's so much more efficient. I, you would think it was, and if life worked perfectly as planned, then obviously it would be, but you already know you don't have a whole lot of time. So it's like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and take this there right now. And then at the point when I have to stop, I've made progress. There's nothing left to do. I haven't procrastinated at all. So whenever I stop, the space is better off. I have officially decluttered and, um, that right there is, is, is just, it's everything. That's the game changer right there is taking things where they go right now. So that in any amount of time, even if it's less time than you even thought you were going to have, you've made progress. Okay. Other things is, especially for this summer, well, anytime, honestly, but keep a donate box going, keep one going so that when you have those moments, you already know where your donate box is and you can go grab it and bring it to the space that you're going to work on for five minutes or 30 minutes or an hour. Okay. So that's already done and you've got it. You've got it ready to go. Always have a donate box, but especially during these, during the, always have one so that you can use it during these times. Okay. Um, then we talk about, um, okay. And, and another thing too is be willing to deal with procrastinate clutter. Okay. Procrastinate clutter is the stuff that people like me tend to not think of as clutter because we're like, well, that's something that's going to have to be dealt with eventually. Anyway, I'm going to have to fold all those clothes. I'm going to have to clear off the love seat, um, of, you know, of, you know, clean clothes once somebody's coming over and I have to do that. But, and so it just doesn't register as something I should focus on when it's time to declutter, be willing to use those moments that you have kind of these random small chunks of time to deal with procrastinate clutter. Okay. And, and here's the thing too, is that's visible progress. It also builds upon itself. So the next time that you have that feeling of, Oh, I've got a little bit of time. You've seen the visible progress. It encourages you to keep going and you get to make even more visible progress because that big eyesore is gone. Okay. Is already gone. Or it's only two days worth as opposed to three months worth or whatever. Um, okay. Now talking about big days, as far as, um, big chunks of time, a full day, a full weekend, a week off of work, whatever, a week where your kids are in a camp or something like that. And you're going, Oh my goodness, I'm actually going to have, you know, my kids are going to day camp for five hours every day for a week. And Oh my goodness, I've got all this time. Um, still remember declutter without making a bigger mess because here, here's the real frustration. You know, I, that strategy works amazingly well for getting small amounts done in small amounts of time. But the real reason why I came up with that strategy was because number one, I had always waited until I had a big chunk of time to do any decluttering. And when I did that, I always treated it as this big, huge project. And I 
just assumed, because honestly, this is what a lot of organizing experts tell you. I just assumed that if I'm going to do a big project, the way you have to do it is to pull everything out first. I mean, that that's just, it's the logical thing to do, especially when you're doing a big project. I see it all the time and it's fine. If it works, oh my word, do it for you, but, or do it. I don't know. Anyway, if it works for you, do it. But I see a lot of people who will claim there is no other way to declutter, that the only way to declutter is to pull things, to pull everything out and make a way bigger mess before you can make any progress. But here's the problem that thinking that was the only way kept me from getting started because when I would think, oh, I've got a full day or I've got a full weekend or I've got a full week, I would do all of that. And then I never did have a full day or a full weekend or a full week because life happens. If you, okay, I mean, if this is your first time to ever have your kids go to something for, you know, I'm just using this as an example, but you know, for three hours a day or five hours a day, I remember the first time after years and years and years of having little people at my feet all the time. I mean, it, it's like that, that amount of time that you are going to have feels infinite before it actually happens. Like you're thinking, oh my goodness, this is going to be crazy. Do you know what I could do in that time? I could do this and 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 I could do. And guess what? It is not that way. And I'm so sorry to burst your bubble. But any of you who have experienced that before know that all that time you thought you were going to have, yeah, it, it's just not, it's not what you thought you were going to have. It never is. And life happens. A kid gets sick one day. You have to go pick them up. Um, oh, hey, I thought I was going to have all day to declutter. So I pulled everything out. And then I remembered that I had to take the dog to the vet. And then I got to the vet and it took two hours longer than I thought it was going to take. And then I remembered I needed to run these three other errands and those took away. You know, I mean, that's just reality. Okay. Life happens. And when you pull everything out and then life happens, or it doesn't go as fast as you want to, or you do make a bunch of progress, but then you just have to stick everything back in there because the time is up and everything just gets shoved back in there because, you know, then you feel like you're never making any real progress. Okay. I say all this from total, huge, vast amounts of experience. So that's why the declutter without making a bigger mess works in both of these situations. And I personally feel it is as important for huge all day long or all weekend long decluttering projects as it is for the five minute ones. Okay. Because the reality is even when I think I have a day or a week or a weekend, I never have as much time as I think I will. Either that time just goes faster than I thought it would or distractions, life happens. Or I get tired and I'm like, yeah, I'm not as excited about decluttering as I was when I got started and I pulled everything out and now I'm not excited anymore and all this stuff is outside of and I made a bigger mess and what's the point of even trying? I mean, that that's the reality of how things go. And so decluttering without making a bigger mess is really important. So what does that mean? Well, when you're tackling an entire room, like let's just talk about a storage room. All right. If you're, if you're saying, okay, I am going to do this now, the, the storage room may or may not 
qualify for the visibility rule, or maybe it's just something like, you know what, today's, I mean, we've actually had some cool days in Texas in late May, which is crazy because it's usually getting to to be around 100 degrees already. But we've had a couple of cool days lately. So if I wasn't writing a book, (laughs) maybe I could go and work on my garage. You know, maybe you live in a hot place and you have a cool morning and you're like, I need to work on my garage. Visibility rule, whatever. I've got to work on my garage and it's actually not so hot that I will die out there. So I'm going to, you know, go ahead and tackle that. Um, Start with visibility as far as clearing Start with the visible things before you dig into boxes, okay? So it's kind of like you make a visible round first of just dealing with the visible clutter. Number one is trash, then it's easy stuff. What has an established home somewhere else and take it there right now. And then going into um, the two decluttering questions, you know, working through those, that right there is everything, okay? Doing that with just kind of the surface clutter. And then choosing, if you, then you're gonna deal with either a box or a tub or a pile or something like that. Then working on what's the most visible tub or box or pile and start with that and work through those same steps with those, always following the strategy for decluttering without making a bigger mess, which is as you make, as you pull something out, you will make a final decision. There's no procrastination stations. So either you say, where would I look for this first? You know what that is. You take it there right now. If you happen to see something else around you that can go to that same spot, take it with you as you go, but do it right now. Don't put it off for later. Go ahead and do that right now. If you pick it up and you ask yourself the first decluttering question, where would I look for this first? And you have no answer. Then you ask the second question. If I needed this, would it ever occur to me that I already had one? If you couldn't answer the first question, most likely there is no answer, okay, because you wouldn't look for it. In that case, you stick it in the donate box, okay, and then you're done. You're done. At whatever point you get distracted, you're done. That donate box is filling, filling, filling. Um, You either put stuff in the trash bag, the donate box, or you take it where it goes right now. So you've made a final decision and there's nothing left to do. And when you do that, there really isn't any reason to pull things out of the space. Okay. Now, the other thing here to remember is that we're just talking about decluttering. I am not talking about organizing. That is a huge, big difference is instead of saying, I'm going to organize this space, say I'm going to declutter this space. And when I do that, those three questions are all I need. And ultimately the space is pretty much organized because the only things in it are things that actually need to stay there. And usually that's a whole lot less than was in there before, you know, so working through spaces that way is really, really helpful. Okay. For people like me, especially with our personalities. So going ahead and doing that so that yes, I've got a full day And sometimes that means you might do some shifting within the room. You know, you go, okay, this box right here is too much. I need to build some momentum doing something easy first. So you move that over and you do this. Just don't pull things out of the room or out of the space. Shift all you want. Um, Okay. I hope that makes sense. Um, I have end of school stuff to work on. (laughs) 
and um, I'm volunteering at the school today and also writing a book. So anyway, I'm going to quit there, but I do want to make sure that I cover quite a few little things that you need to know before I go dark and stop podcasting for the summer. Okay. Um, I have several speaking dates to tell you about. You can um, see those dates at aslobchemsclean.com slash speaking. And um, I have those there. Um, Also, if you have an event with your church, or if you're a librarian or whatever, and you would like to um, have me come speak, I enjoy doing that. The um, The session that I'm doing at several different places that I'm going to tell you about is um, decluttering strategies for real life. Okay. So I'm going through decluttering strategies. It, it's, it's a really fun thing that strangely people love to talk about. So anyway, and I'm funny anyway. Uh, but if you would like that, or if, if you have a, a church event, um, I also, um, love to speak on spiritual matters too. So anyway, feel free to contact me at a slob comes clean at gmail.com if you would like to talk about setting something up. But the dates that I have at this point scheduled, so you can get them on your calendar if they're anywhere near you, are, okay. Oh, this one is for everybody because it's online. It is not in person. But um, the Journey Together Summit is a free online conference featuring 34 published authors. And um, this is something that I recorded recently, and it will be running June 5th through the 8th. Um, It is a free conference. All right. Now, just so you know, um, it's free and I did two sessions. One session I um one session is part of the free one and then one of the sessions is part of the um paid option. But you know, sometimes I feel like people do things that are like, "Oh, I'm not really telling you anything in the free one." I felt like the free one was just great information too. Like I really enjoyed that interview. I didn't feel like anything was being held back or anything being pushed, you know, whatever. So, um, I, I think it would, you would really enjoy that. I think it's something worth looking into. Um, it is a Christian conference. Um, if you want to go to, if you want to check that out, go to aslobchemsclean.com slash summit. And I will also, I also have the link on my speaking page, aslobchemsclean.com slash speaking. Um, and you can go over there through my link, um, and sign up for the free version. And then you can do the free version and then wait and decide, Oh, you know what? I want to upgrade to the other one. If it's something that appeals to you, but I think you're going to get a lot out of the free version. So, um, that is the journey together summit. And I will, my link is at aslobchemsclean.com slash summit. Okay. And that's June 5th through 8th, but you can go ahead and sign up now. So you'll get an email when it goes live. Okay. Um, August 2nd, 2017, this year. Um, at six, I'll be speaking at the Encino library in San Antonio, August 3rd at six 30. I'll be at the Pruitt library in San Antonio. Um, double check on my page to make sure. Um, I know that there was a little bit of confusion on which one was which night, but I think those are the correct nights. Um, so if you are in the San Antonio area, I would love to meet you, um, bring your friends and, um, also make sure that you are signed up. I'm on this, on the podcast notes for this podcast. 
I am going to have links both to a Google doc where you can, um, you know, sign up, give me your email where you are so that I make sure I will email you, um, specifically, you know, if you're in the San Antonio area, but also just sign up for my regular newsletter, um, at a slab slash newsletter that will get, that's the best way to keep in touch, to make sure that you don't miss things as they're coming up. Um, just different, whatever that might be happening. The only problem with that is newsletters, you know, I can't guarantee what your email is going to do with it. Every once in a while, you know, something will go to spam or whatever. So just kind of watch for those. And if you have just signed up, be watching and see. And if something does go to spam, you know, mark it as not spam so that you'll be more likely to get it in the future. Okay. The other, another one is September 29th and 30th. I will be speaking at the Pinners Conference and Expo in Dallas. Um, I have a special link for that. You can use the code WHITE, W-H-I-T-E, that's my last name, all caps for 10% off your ticket price to go to that. The tickets for that are very reasonable. It's kind of like if you don't have one in your area, it's like a like a home and garden show, but it's a Pinterest show. It's really kind of cool. Anyway, I know it was a really big deal in Dallas last year, and I'm really excited to be speaking at that this year. I'm also speaking October 6th and 7th at the Pinners Conference and Expo in Phoenix, Arizona. So again, you can use the code WHITE, W-H-I-T-E, with all caps for 10% off your ticket price there. So I would love it. Um, Honestly, if you and some of your friends are super crafty, that might be something that would be worth, I mean, not necessarily worth it just to see me, but, um, but like worth it to go to, you know, it might be a fun girls weekend or something. So those are speaking dates that are coming up. Um, I will be adding them as they come up. So, um, make sure you're part of my newsletter to find out about that. Okay. I feel like I've got something else to tell you. Oh yes. Here's a big one. On, oh yes, on the speak on the summit, the um, journey together summit. Just so you know, I like to give you guys alerts that um, once you go over there, it's got an autoplay video. So if your kids are asleep, go ahead and mute your computer before you go over there. Anyway, um, but that's a slabcomesclean.com/summit. Let's see. Oh, um, on the 29th, which is Monday. I, my book, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind, will be a gold box deal on Amazon for $1.99. I don't think they like me to tell you this early that that's coming, but it is what it is because I've got to tell you. So anyway, if you um, don't have it yet, that's a great way to grab it. Even if you have it and you've thought, hmm, I'd like to have the audiobook someday. This is not for the audiobook. Okay. So, so please hear what I'm saying clearly, but a lot of times buying a book on Audible is cheaper if you own the Kindle version of the book, okay? For, because those two companies are connected. So go ahead and buy the Kindle version. And this is a great opportunity if you've told some friends about, okay, there's this book that um, has really, really helped me in my home. Um, if you've told some friends about that, this Monday, which is Memorial Day, that is a great time for you to tell your friends about this $1.99 deal. Okay. You know, this is a, Oh, Hey, you need to grab that book right now because, 
Um, it's only $1.99. So anyway, just letting you know about that. And that way too, if you decide you want the audible version this summer to listen to as you work on your house, um, then if you already own the Kindle version, I believe it's somewhat cheaper. And then sometimes it's really a lot cheaper. Um, but like I said, no guarantee on that. All right. Is that everything? Okay. So speaking dates, I really hope to meet you. I will most likely be planning meetups around those speaking events. So just kind of watch for that and feel free to email me if you have questions. Um, or if you say, Hey, I own a restaurant next to the library in San Antonio where you're speaking, let's go there after whatever. Um, yeah, if you have that, I love help like that. So anyway, I will talk to you guys later. I hope you have an amazing summer. I hope you, have a chance to take a deep breath, sit by the pool, watch your kids, um, stick your Kindle in a Ziploc bag to take it with you to the pool to keep it safe. Anyway. Um, okay. I'll talk to you guys later.